0: It's just two weeks out, and we've got your gift at Macy's One Day Sale. With over 25,000 deals of the day, in-store and online, like PJs for the whole fam. Now $4.99 to
1: $19.99.
0: Have a jet setter on your gift list? Stamp Luggage is 60 to 65% off. How about a home chef? Give a KitchenAid Classic Stand Mixer for just $189.99. Tuesday and Wednesday at Macy's. Savings off sale prices. Exclusions apply. Macy's Star Rewards members can earn towards Star Money. Ask your store associate or visit Macy's.com slash star money for details. Love Talk Radio. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Toe-to-Toe Softball Show. I'm excited uh, of what the show brings tonight out here. Um, You know, we're very excited to have an extremely special guest uh, with us this evening. Uh, Mr. Brett Helmer will be joining us shortly, uh, spending a few minutes, talking softball and whatnot. Uh, I encourage you to get in line, uh, get your call into the show today, 347 637 Three nine seven eight. Again, the number is 347-637-3978. Get in, get your calls ready for Mr. Helmer while we got a few chances to uh, to, to field some. He'll be with us just shortly. Uh, you can tweet us the messages you have or questions you have at toe-to-toe softball, that's T-O-E, the number two T-O-E softball uh, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, we'd love to hear from you. We're encouraging you to call in. Again, I'm excited to kind of kick the show off tonight and and what we bring. So, uh, you know, without further ado, we'll be with you just shortly. Uh, We'll have Mr. Brett Helmer on live uh, with us in studio. So we'll be right back after this. Again, thanks for tuning in. We'll be right back. B45 yellow birch wood bats from Canada are the official wood bats of ISPS and also the official bat used in the ISPS Puerto Rican leagues in Puerto Rico. They're made from pro select yellow birch wood from Canada. And also they will be featured in some of our upcoming ISPS wood bat tournaments and wood bat leagues. Stay tuned for more information. Visit them on Twitter and also follow them at B45 yellow birch. B45 yellow birch, the official wood bat of ISPS. All right, everyone, I'm back. Uh, Corey here from toe-to-toe softball. I am extremely excited uh, to welcome, uh, I mean, the the gentleman doesn't need any welcome, uh, excuse me, doesn't need any uh, introduction, but his name speaks for himself, Mr. Brett Helmer from Eastern Sports. Brett, are you with me?
1: I'm here, Corey.
0: Excellent, excellent. Thank you so much for joining us, Brett, and being a part of the show um, man, I, I'm ecstatic. The, the social media buzz has been going off like crazy today over Facebook and Twitter and goes on and on. I mean, uh, so, you know, I, I'm stoked. I'm stoked that you're here to spend a few minutes with us and, and, and thanks for taking a couple minutes.
1: I know it no, is late. It's my pleasure. <laughs> no, it's all right, man. I, I still work late anyway, so this is perfect for me. Glad to be here. Awesome. Well, we just
0: got back from Vegas, uh, you know, a week and a half ago and, 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 uh, uh, again, laser vision uh, does it the hard way, uh, but does pull it out in the end. And, and what an awesome experience that was to sit and sit back and watch. Are you, are you excited with the result? How do you feel? Um, you know, the event overall went for you guys to kind of knock the dust off from being off season.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's a uh, you know we we picked that event up. I think that was our third year coming. We pick it up for the simple fact that uh you know, typically a lot of teams start down with a duel in Kissimmee here coming up this next weekend and it's just in my eyes way too many games to start the year off, man. Uh history has kind of told the teams I've been on that you know, you'll get guys injured at that dual event on the baseball fields. I think uh in two thousand twelve we played sixteen games on baseball fields in in three days and that's man that's crazy so it's always good to get out of the gate and get a tournament under the belt uh so we certainly we pick up the vegas event to do that and it's you know it's grown Uh, over the three years we've been there this past year i thought was the best competition we've had um you know some of the teams looked really really improved Uh, i thought combat looked much better than than they've had been in the past and that should be uh, that should be fun for them and those guys. I got a lot of friends over there, so I'm hoping they have a have a decent season. And uh, also, uh, my guys that I sponsor, uh, uh, Bob Ford, man, those guys play great. So I was real excited to see that. I wasn't too happy when they beat us, but I uh, was <laughs> I was pretty happy to get back at them. And uh, you know, mission accomplished for us, man. Get out of the gate, get some games in our belt. We ended up playing nine games, which is actually a blessing, man. That's a ton of balls, so. Um, great weather, can't beat it, everybody's been pent up around here in the long, long winter, so good start, good guys, I got, you know, probably half a new roster of much younger guys, and just uh, really kids, man, guys that are literally half my age, I got two guys on the team that are not even, you know, I graduated high school before they were born, kind of aggravates me a little bit, but that's all right, so <laughs> uh, just good kids, man, great intensity, great passion, uh, and in much better defense and all around, I, I think we'll have a nice, nice year. Yeah, I mean <clears throat> to
0: sit back and kind of watch that as a fan and just kind of watch things unravel. The amount of teams and the caliber of the players I feel has just been amazing. Just that they're all kind of migrating, and you're going to get these superpowers again that are that are kind of coming together. I mean, I mean, again, you, you know, you guys are a given. Redmond will always be in the mix, but the ball four sure. guys and the talent those young kids have on there. And I think we've got a couple of good up-and-coming teams, you know, like the guys from combat. I mean, Bryce, you know, was pretty bold with his statement last time out. But, man, those guys got some good talent. They've got some, you know, raw, young, energetic kids. But you've got those, those veterans that have been there, that have done it. And if they'll buy into the system, the, kind of what those guys are doing, I think it's going to be a pretty awesome little, little thing for them. I mean, plus there were some teams that just literally surprised some people, I think, out there and just really made a good statement for themselves.
1: Yeah, I think so too. Um, you know, they've got a nice mix. Speaking of the combat team, a nice mix with with Johnny McGraw and Rusty and guys that have been around. Heck, man, twenty years like I've been around. And uh, and then you pick up the young guys, Bryce and Cameron Cox, and you know they've you know they've got a really good mix. I think they'll get stronger as the year goes on, and it'll be uh, it'll be competitive, and that's good. You know, we're all going to struggle on three hundred foot parks, man. Those really good B teams and th- and those good A teams will wear you out on a three hundred foot park if you don't bring your best game they will beat you down man. So there's no free passes really on the uh, you know the limited home run stuff. On a stadium things sometimes are a little different just because of you know how much power the bigger teams tend to have uh kinda get you most of the time. But on the three hundred foot parks this should be a really, really good year. Um big uh, big nice tournament for classic class man. Uh Tommy Tommy put another nice team together of young kids and they certainly battled and had a nice weekend. Um, we touched on Beau Ford, who obviously is a new team put together. Uh, but there's some veteran guys there with Vince Bisbee and Reckhart, some of those guys who've been around a little bit. So there again, nice mix of youth and, and uh, veteran leadership. So should be a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, I, I, I'm already excited. Uh, so what is your next tournament going to be? The the uh, one to come up uh, is going to be Florida, right, uh, next weekend?
1: Yeah, next weekend. Oh, when do you guys play if we play. We'll play sometime. The bracket doesn't come out. We'll play sometime early Thursday. Everybody's going to play probably before noon time on Thursday. Everybody in the tournament will at least play one game. So it's going to start early Thursday. It'll finish up Sunday afternoon sometime. Uh, huge, huge turnout. I believe there was gosh, I think there's forty six conference teams, something ridiculous like that. And it's uh, it's kind of it's almost a must attend event if you want to be in. You know, for the bigger teams like us, Rismondo, you know, Combat, Gene Shop, if you want to have a chance to win the conference, you pretty much have got to come down here, and and you need to, you need to grab one of these two, if not both, because just so many points on the line. And for the teams that are fighting for a spot, the World Series at the end of the year, you have to come. I mean, the, the good B teams have got to come down to this thing, and and hopefully they, you know, they get some decent points and they win a few games. You know, it's uh it's a big big weekend to start. That's for sure.
0: Yeah. And are you surprised at the overall – it seems to me, as and again, sitting back as a fan looking at things, are you surprised the amount of, of just the size or the amount of teams that are showing up for these events now? I mean, obviously, it's nothing like it was in the heyday, but it seems like there was a lull over the last, you know, handful of years. But over the last, I don't know, two or three years, it seems like things are increasing, and, and just the, the the separation, I should say, is, is getting uh, eroded. Yeah. I mean, you're getting yeah. – could be anybody these days. I mean, any given weekend, there's so many good ball players out there scattered across the country um, that that the size of the events are getting larger, and and the talent pool is deeper. I mean, what what is your kind of feedback on that?
1: Yeah, the talent pool is definitely, it's as deep as it's been in, I don't know, man, probably, you know, this is the ninth year of the conference, and this is certainly the deepest the talent pool's been the whole time. Um, And it's just a bunch of young, hungry players out there and guys that are you know, started, you know, seven or eight, nine years ago in their early 20s who are in their early 30s now or 30, and they're starting to figure things out. You know what I mean? There's no there's no real time that says you can't get better at this game, so there's no age limit on that for the most part. I mean, guys like myself and Johnny and some of us that are in our mid-40s, man, we're, you know, we're on the other side of it, but, man, the talent pool is huge. So it's certainly going to lead to a great year and and great competitiveness. And I think what I kind of like is, like, this past weekend they played down in Houston. None of the four major teams were there. So they had had 64 teams down there, and certainly a lot of local teams get in to to help make that up. But, you know, so what? There's some really good teams that aren't in the conferences to, like, enjoy playing softball, and they show up and and they go after it. So it's kind of nice to not see the major teams at some events and see what ends up happening. You know, I think he had a nice shootout down there with uh, a couple of good A teams in the finals with the scene and in line drive and uh you know the old uh, Bazzini guys were in the hunt down there and ASP Nation so pretty good deal man. Pretty good deal. It's always nice to see what happens when none of the big teams are around. Um on the flip side, I think what you see is that there's six or seven events that have turned into almost must attend events because yeah, she'll see everybody. The duels, obviously in Kissimmee, uh Cincinnati, the Smoky Mountain Classic, Detroit, um, Joliet, uh, is turned into a huge one. Uh, you know, so those those events you're gonna see the you know, the top, you know, probably 20, 20 to twenty-four conference teams will always show up to those events, and they kind of just separate themselves a little bit as as the big point events. So it's, you know, you kind of know ahead of time where everybody's going to end up, and that's a good thing. Absolutely,
0: you know. One thing I'm really going to try to do this year is if we can scratch the the, the nickels together. Is, is I personally want to go to the Mountain. I mean, I hear that's the one to go to. I have yet to be there. Uh, ever and, and uh, I was talking to Kid about that the other day, and I said, "Man, if that's the tournament, I can go to one, you know, outside of here besides you know the World Series and you know Florida or whatnot." But man, I really want to go to that event so bad, just because I hear you that it is, it is the, the Smokies. Is that
1: what you said, I lost Yeah, yeah. Smoky Mountain Classic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, it's it's unbelievable. The history, you know, the history of our game at the higher levels. This is the Smoky Mountain Classic, man. It's been there for so long, and you know, it's the same complex and the same tons of fans. I've, walked in, I've been playing there for 20 years. I walk in there, and there's people who remembered me when I played there in the early 90s. They don't forget, man. They they tune in. They enjoy it. They love it. They're great fans. Uh, the setting is awesome, man. Down in there, you know, you're down in a kind of a, a bit of a pit a little bit, and there's people on the hillside all around you, and there's thousands of people. And it's a great, you know, it's just a great venue for the game, man, and it's the history of it. Makes it that much more enjoyable when you see you know you know Steels and Riches Superior and Lighthouse and Howards and all those teams play there forever and ever. So it's a big deal, and the people around there know their history of softball, and they'll tell you. You know, you can hear stories if you're, if you're interested in the history of the game. Walk around, talk to some of the older people that are around there, man. They will tell you the last forty years of slow pitch softball. Man, they know it. You can't fool them. They saw it. So uh, pretty awesome deal there, man. If you can certainly. Get the time, and you can you can get away for a weekend. I would encourage anybody who loves to watch some softball to go to the Smoky Mountain Classic.
0: Yeah, I would, uh Again, that's my plan. Hopefully, we can kind of work it all out to to be there and just to witness some some history, you know, and just to be a, a part of that as a, again. And you know, you know, you mean we've sat and chatted before. I mean, I look at this as truly a fan, and and sure. You know, I play, I play it, I love it, uh, but I look at it as just the history and it speaks for itself. I mean, just doing my research for the show and looking up some of your bios and what I could find, and you know, I was like, wow, you know, just the, the Hall of Fame induction in 2006 or, you know, uh, 2007 induction, you know, just some of the stuff you do. It, it kind of boggled my mind, Brad. I mean, I knew you were always in there, but, I mean, you know, well, last, the, the one number I could find was 44-time All-World, 25-time uh, World National titles. I'm like, sheesh, man. Uh, you know, let alone your your side hobby of powerlifting and and the ch- national, you know, champion, the multi-time championship, and that uh, it, it's just it's just amazing. Of you know, some of the accomplishments that
1: to be amongst you guys, it's just awesome.
0: You know, it's just yeah, absolutely
1: it's, awesome. It's certainly been a tremendous run for for me, man, and and all those you know, you don't get to be all world however many times, and you don't get to win national world championships without obviously tremendous teammates and great sponsors. So I've been so lucky to play with such great players and, and have such great sponsors, and to be part of that and to help those teams and, and those guys, man, it's uh, it, it's been a spectacular career. I got no regrets on it, man. It has been nothing but good stuff, and, you know, I, I, at this point in my career, I'm year, year to year, so I'll play out this season, and and see how things go and when the time comes and I can't help the team I'm on, then I walk away man. The last thing I'm gonna do is stick around longer than I should stick around. So I will not uh yeah. I don't let my ego get away of anything man. When I, you know, when I know that it's time to walk out of there, I will walk out of there happy man. It's been great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I
0: mean that's something that, you know, I think everybody has to face at one time or another, but hopefully and you know what? Not hopefully. I know you got a few more left in you, definitely. Uh, I still, I just that one ball that you even hit right at the first baseman in Vegas—that was an absolute rocket that these guys did a <laughs> drill on—was, I, I it was just sickening. I mean, I, I tell you right now, I would have let it go by. I wouldn't even stand in front of that thing. It was, it was a reaction that's probably saved themselves more than anything else. But you know, definitely, it's been, it's been awesome to, to watch over the years, and I just think you got it in you. Yeah, you got a few minutes still. Brett, to hang around. I like, got Taylor front. Yeah, now, man, I'm going. I'm going nowhere. I'll, sure, I'll take
1: right, right, right I'm going to go and bring long him moment. in.
0: Awesome. Hang on. Hello. Hey Taylor, are you with us? Taylor, you got? Uh, your uh phone call, yeah, phone yeah, yeah. Can you can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead. Yeah. Sweet. Um, well, um, I got I got a couple of uh, questions to ask. First, uh, what advice would you get give to a uh, younger guy wanting to work more on his power and stuff, more wanting to hit with more power at the same, but at the same time
1: being more strategical at the plate. Uh, to hit with more power, I mean, really, hitting with power is, is really bat speed. It really doesn't have a lot to do. I'm not sure how big you are, how small you are, but if you watch anything, it, it doesn't really matter how big you are. It matters how fast your hands are going and particularly how fast your hands are still going after you make contact. One of the biggest things you'll see with with players, and you may take a guy you know, who can swing about 100 miles an hour, but once he makes contact with the ball, he slows down to 70 miles an hour. Then you might have another guy who swings the bat only 90 miles an hour, you know, and then he makes contact. He's still going 80 through the ball. Well, that guy, even though he doesn't swing as hard without making contact, hits the ball harder and farther than a guy who swings 100 until he makes contact. If that makes any sense? It is all about how fast you can keep your hands going right through the ball, man. you got to hit it like it's not even there, like there's three of them, or like it's a shot put, and you're trying to hit that shot put instead of a ball, man. That is the well, best thing I can tell you is to get your hands out there going and to get with people who know. Man, take find somebody you know if there's a veteran player around or somebody who's helpful who can watch your swing or videotape your swing and watch it yourself. I used to tape myself a ton you know back in the day and I go back and watch it because when you get to a certain point, it's very little things that you do wrong or your timings off. It's always something small, man. It's never something huge. It's always those little things. So if you can watch it, you can kind of work on that thing and just see. All right, man, there we go. I'm I'm slowing down at the point of contact. I'm you know I'm diving in with my shoulder. I'm bailing out with my head. It's it's always those little bitty things, man. But honestly, it is repetition. Get in there and keep hitting. Uh, I got a couple guys that I work with who love sledgehammer work, man. They take sledgehammers. They beat the snot out of the tires. Uh, this kid I got, Stephen Lloyd, on my team. You know he takes them and, and he swings them and throws them. I mean don't you know I'm old school. I go out and I hit and I lift really heavy weights and I've always that's always kind of worked for me. But for for some of these guys they they're into a lot more stuff. You know he believes that taking hitting swinging them sledgehammers or hitting them tires with the sledgehammers has helped his bat speed and and I can't argue it because the kid weighs 195 pounds and and hits it as far as I do. So there's certainly wow. there's certainly some validity to it.
0: And also. um, how long did it take did it take you to uh play on
1: the um local rec leagues before you really got big with Easton Um well what really helped me out is totally by chance man Is I was playing playing in upstate New York and and it was mostly ASA and and decent ball but I moved down to Connecticut uh for college in 1991 and there was a ton of U trip and there was much better ball and I immediately Got myself on a, a pretty good team, the team that just won the U-Trip B Worlds, called Pierce Construction, and and I ended up picking up with them, and we started playing, uh, we were playing A ball right away. So I was kind of by chance and luck that I had moved down there, and uh, you know I was what, I was 20, 21, so you know I started traveling with them. We would we would take four or five trips a year, but what really ended up getting my big break was traveling. We went out to New Jersey and played in a big tournament called the Trentonian, and uh, one of the top five teams in the country was there called Sojourn. and uh, they asked. We happened to play them, and I had a really big game against them, and nobody said anything to me. But I noticed there's a guy who followed us around the rest of the weekend, and he didn't say nothing to me there. But we went out to the to the ASA major in uh, Waterloo, Iowa. And he come up to me and introduced himself and said, "Hey man, I am. My name's Brad Altimore. I'm gonna, uh, you know, I'm gonna just hang out this weekend and watch you. And I'll talk to you after the weekend." And I'm like, I had no idea what the hell he's talking about. I'm like, all right man, whatever. <laughs> come out and watch me. Whatever you want to do. And at the end of the weekend, he come up and you know he's like, "Hey, great job. It's, uh, you know, we'd like to offer you a spot on our team." And and that was that was where I. Probably got the break from playing on a very good team. Now, we were very competitive in the A, and we could hang with the double-A teams, but, you know, we'd go into town with our, our Pierce team, and we'd draw. You know, you'd play Riches on Friday night or Steels, and you would just get beat to death, man. It was unlimited home runs back then. And, you know, I'd come home, we'd go for two, get run-ruled in two games and in three innings, and it was, you know, your high point of the weekend is, hey, man, I got uh, – I was uh, three for four in the uh, Steels game. Good job, you know, but you got beat 85 to fourteen. So <laughs> <Been> there <laughs> done that, man. Uh, been there yeah. done that. No that I'm feeling all too well. <laughs> oh tell you take of look
0: that. Even locally.
1: Yeah, yeah it is humbling, Taylor, man. It was yeah. something else.
0: Yeah. Well tell her thank you so much for calling in with us tonight. We appreciate it. Spending some time, uh, any last thing you'd like to add to uh, Brett before we uh, go on to the next topic there. Um The microphone said, uh, muted. So can you hear me? I can hear you. Yes. Go ahead. Oh, you can hear it. Okay, cool. Um, by the way, um, are you, are you going to Kissimmee next week for the spring training event?
1: I will not be at the spring training event. I'm actually, uh, my kids are off on, uh, school next week. So we're going down on Monday, uh, with my family. We're going to, we're going to hang out for a few days at, at Mickey world and, uh, then I'm going to head over and we start playing Thursday morning and there's a, like a uh, charity home run derby on Wednesday night. So I'm going to go over there and try to help them raise some money for charity on Wednesday night. Uh, probably won't show up at Neil's deal, man. I got Kristen Dowling and some of my other uh, Easton sponsored players rolling in there to help out. But uh, I most likely won't make it over.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> well, hope you all hope y'all do well, yeah, well uh, later.
1: I appreciate it. Thank you very much. All right, Taylor,
0: thanks so much for calling in, Taylor. We appreciate it. Thank you. Absolutely. All right, see ya. Well, Brett, you know, that kind of moves on a couple of things uh, for us. You know, we've got a couple of questions coming through social media. Yeah. And what not? Speaking of social media, that's one of the biggest things that, um, you know, obviously, you know, for us, it's blown up, you know, tremendously. Um, but people don't, you know, of, you know do you, are you really on it? I, I kind of said, yeah, he's not really the Facebook guy or anything like that. I mean, uh, are, are, you know, how can people find you? Are you active on social media? Tell, tell everybody if you wouldn't mind uh, if you are. Well, you know, to you
1: if, if, if. it seems like most of the people in the world have my email address, man. It feels that way, anyways, which is fine. And actually, <laughs> this might be a good spot. We just, got, I just got a new email address, and I'll fire it out there right now. If you, anybody wants to email me. And believe me, you can email me anything softball related or, or anything like that, man, or sports related, whatever you want. It is brett helmer at easton dot com. That is my new email: brett helmer at easton dot com. Fire away. Any questions? Anything that you you know you need? That's a good way. Uh, I am on Facebook. I joined. Uh, I got some pressure from my uh, from from Easton <laughs> to get on there, man. So I I joined. I'm absolutely awful at. Uh, Getting in there, sometimes I don't look at it for three or four days, and I have pretty much accepted every single person who's sent a friend request, so it takes about three days to get down my news feed and see what everybody's up to. But uh, I certainly am on there. You can send me a private message on there, and I I certainly will answer. It may take me a few days because I stink at it, but I will definitely answer you.
0: (laughs) I still think you're nuts for uh, for putting your personal email out there from Easton, but that's all right. I mean uh, you gotta yeah, We're gonna we're gonna it's have to go good. through and edit that out for you. <laughs> but speaking <laughs> of Easton, you know, um really I wanted to spend a couple minutes too now. if if you would tell us about the new the new power uh, raw power line and and and, yeah. and secondly behind that I mean, there's a huge buzz about this whole paradigm shift of the, the barcode system that you guys are doing and to kind of keep track of the shenanigans that go on out there. Um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm kind of curious to find out more about it. So, you know, first, tell us about the new sticks, man. I've only been able to hit a couple of them. Um, hopefully we'll be able to get some demos here for the upcoming shows to, to talk about and do a little, little testing on them. Um, but, man, everything I saw, the performance has been fantastic. So uh, tell us about it.
1: Yeah, man, we uh, we did our initial launch on a couple of miles. We launched the L1, and uh, I think it was the L5 and L6, and a couple. in March first was a retail launch on those. I had sent some out to my. I get some promo stock that I I get in a little bit early for teams, players, events, uh, you know, whatever. If there's a a bat provided tournament in, in Vegas in January or like Neil Teague's. Uh, spring training we did out there in February. So I always have some stuff. I try to get in a little bit ahead of the retail stuff so I can get it out there and get everybody to see it. Uh, Great line, man. You know, if you liked our line last year, the L1, L2, you know, B1, if you liked all that stuff, man, you'll love this year's stuff. Uh, The carbon handle gives you a little more flex, uh, which you'll notice from last year. It helps take some of that that sting our bats notoriously are a little bit stiffer than probably almost almost everybody else's initially, but the plus side of that is, you know, after a couple hundred swings, you know, they break in and and they stay, you know, they stay really good for a long time. So durability's always always been great for the most part. There, um, we've over the last three years have really got the performance dialed in to match, and it's uh, it's been a lot of fun, man. So this year, you know, we have we've got the same the the L1 the L2. Uh, the, the uh, B1, B2 for the, you know, U-Trip NSA guys out there, and girls, uh, you know, if you like a balanced bat, we got it. If you like an end-loaded bat, we got it. If you like two-piece, yes, one-piece, yes. You know, we've got everything. we got the new LX that uh, is good for uh, dual stamp for all association play. I've hit it. It's really, really good. It retails at ninety nine for that price you're you you can not beat it, man. Honestly, you can't beat it. If you're only gonna buy one stick and play everything with it. Uh, it's worth trying to get a hold of somebody and taking a few swings with one before you make any other decisions because you might uh, you might really find something you like with that LX. But great great yeah. product line. Uh certainly some also, you know, worth mentioning some great SMUs out there, man. Uh down to Earth Sports just just launched the LV ones and LV twos. Uh, as a matter of fact, I just got mine yesterday, as a matter of fact, from Drew. So, um, I'll start hitting that a little bit. And, uh, I was a huge fan of last year's LV one, a little bit heavier. I like the heavy bats, uh, you know, I'll swing at 28 and a half and really, really like the end load in there. Uh, another, another one from, uh, ASP nation. He's got, uh, he's got his, his coming out his ASP nation bat. Um, which is basically a uh, remake of the uh, 100H from a couple of years ago that we did that is man, going wow. for $450, 500 bucks on, on eBay, which is unbelievable. You know, the funny thing I've always saw is you know, when sometimes you make bats and you go through the selling season and, and people like them, and then all of a sudden one model just blows up and nobody can find it. Everybody wants it, and you didn't really see it when you had it, and then all of a sudden it went crazy and everybody looks for it. And that bat, man, that 100H is... Like having gold right now, you know, I've had—if I could have a fuck for every time somebody called me looking for that thing, I'd be a pretty happy guy. But so he's got it. He remade it. He put his—you know—he just put a different. Uh, he put that camel, finish on it, but it is, it is the identical bat. So that's uh, you know. You know, with that being
0: said, I mean, I kind of wanted to get into some of this point before we kind of got into another topic. But you know, a lot of the guys that are listening, or sometimes you know, even on some of the boards, they're not really sure about an SMU. Or they don't really know what yeah. it truly is, and and that's something. Yeah. If you want to share a little bit about it, I want them to understand, you know, basically more about it. And then I had a personal question on that with with the that 100 versus the new technology, the new requirements. You still think that's going to be uh um uh, as hot as we expect it to be with the with with everything?
1: Yeah, no, no question. The 100h will still be as hot as the L1s and and you know, what we have out for the most part. Now he did. They did put the new carbon handle on there, so that's you know that's a one one thing you'd notice, but you wouldn't even really notice the difference as far as you know when you swing it. Um, it's basically an SMU works like this, man. Somebody say we'll use Drew at down to earth for the example because he tends to he tends to do them a little more than than other people do. Basically, they'll you know they'll create or develop something that they think is going to be a good seller. For Drew's case, you know, last year he wanted to do that LV1. So we talked about it. and He said, "Hey man, let's do the L1. Let's put it in half sizes. I'll come up with a great graphic and and he certainly did, man. That bat stuck out. It was it was great. We put Laser Vision's name on there for for the-